everybody. Welcome to the Good Girl's Guide to Being Wrong and Happy. You are here with your belated co-hosts, Stephanie Richardson and Heather Smith. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the show where your wrongness is real and happiness is just a choice. <laughs> As I oh. hear Blog Talk Radio in the background. Yes. <laughs> so, welcome to today's show. We are having some technical um, lesson ease today. Um, and I'm trying to run the show from my phone, which is from my bathroom of all places. So, welcome to my bathroom. Everyone, um, Heather was very concerned that I may or may not be comfortable. Um, I do have a little sort of mini couch in my bathroom, so all is good. I even have a plant. So I'm pretending that I'm in, in the tropical uh, tropical warmth of some fantastic place right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, and uh, we're flying by the seat of our pants today, <laughs> and we're going to be flying off the cuff. <laughs> like we that is do. the title of the show. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. So uh, how are you doing, everybody? Um, we'd love to have you call in if you have any questions or any topic you'd like to talk about at all. And to do so, you can call 347 347- Two one five seven 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 three. Again, that is three four seven two one five seven 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 three. You know, there were a few times. There have been a few times where we've had some pretty amazing callers. So I'm I'm looking forward to seeing what happens on the show today. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> so what do we have as the description on our show today? Uh, we have uh, the Good Girls Guide with Stephanie Richardson and Heather Smith. We will take you on a wild journey of pragmatic living, swearing, and laughing harder than any adult should when sober. <laughs> Whatever you do, don't <laughs> listen. It might be contagious. <laughs> uh, yeah. so, about a wild ride of pragmatic living. But the thing that I've discovered more and more over the last few years is that the more pragmatic I get, the weirder my life becomes. (laughs) You do have to say more about that. Do tell. (laughs) So I was was recently, uh, as in this last, just a couple days ago, I was in a class called the Choice of Possibilities class with the founder of Access Consciousness, Gary Douglas. And Gary Douglas is a huge fan of pragmatic, like applying pragmatic living to your everyday life. But the thing about living pragmatically is most of us don't do it, which I think is a surprise to most people. I think most people would say, are you, you know, if you go, are you pragmatic? They would say yes. But then when it comes down to actually making your life and relationships work, do you actually choose the pragmatic thing or do you actually choose the thing that should work? That is, choosing the thing that should work is not actually pragmatic. And so when it's it comes not choosing down to, what does work. Right, right. right. Um, <laughs> it, it's choosing what should work and then getting upset when it doesn't. 
because the other person's <laughs> not, not following the rules of engagement that you've decided should be true. And so, you know, one of the, one of the things that actually came up in that class is, is there was a woman who was, was dating someone. She was not married to the, she was not married to this new guy. Um, but the guy had children from a previous marriage and that those kids were apparently torturing her and thought it was very funny. The more upset she got, the funnier they thought it was. So, oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah. And so one of the things that, that was, you know, was suggested as a possibility, not as the thing to do, but just suggested as a possible possibility was, well, hey, when the kids come, come over, because they're only there half time, when the kids come over, why don't you leave? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, and, pragmatic. and these are the things. Yeah, that's pragmatic. Like, okay, the kids like making your life a living hell. Um, why are you with the guy? Oh, it turns out you're prim- primarily with him because he's good in bed. Okay, well that's great. Well then, you know, leave him, leave him with the kids when he's being a dad. That's one of his favorite things. He values being a good dad. So let him be a good dad, and then whenever the kids go home, you get to basically have a whole bunch of sex with him until he's happy and you're happy. So <laughs> those things of where you go, well, but I couldn't do, and then most of us just go, well, I couldn't do that because. And we begin with the becauses of our life, which are all the ways that we are insisting that we're, pra- usually the becauses are ways that we're insisting that we're pragmatic when we're actually not. <laughs> Yeah, usually justifying why something isn't possible, won't work, or we can't choose it. <laughs> when it Those actually the would be the thing that would work, but usually the reason that we don't want to do it is it would look weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Something looking weird does not mean it's not pragmatic. <laughs> but that lady wouldn't want to admit she's just in the relationship for sex? Uh, what? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> or so or wrong. that she didn't love the kids. Or that she didn't love the kids. Uh, right? Yes. Like, right. That's the other right. thing that you want to prove, right? You want to prove that you're a good yeah. person because good people love kids. Right. <laughs> Even when they're little shits. <laughs> Even when they're torturing you. <laughs> I actually met a dog today that's the per- that was a perfect example of this. So I was walking to lunch, and um, and I met this dog, and I said, "Hey there, sweet pea." And when I said, "Hey there, sweet pea," it growled at me and lunged at me. Okay. Oh. So, so in my in my head, I went, "Oh wow, okay, I'm sorry. That was an assumption. It was a little chihuahua, like my chihuahuas." And, um, uh-huh. and I was like, yeah, you know what? I didn't actually ask you who you were. I said, hey there, sweet pea. And I was like, actually, you're a little asshole. And whenever I, and when I said you're a little asshole, all of a sudden the energy lightened up. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's interesting. Okay, cool. So you're a little asshole. Well, the interesting thing is, is then they came in the restaurant that I, with the dog that I went into. <laughs> So the dog comes into the restaurant, and I went, I learned my lesson, not calling this dog Sweet Pea, calling this dog Little Asshole. So in my head, I just went, hey there, Little Asshole. And he looked at me and was like, oh, we're cool, and didn't growl or growl or lunge again. He did growl and lunge at somebody else who tried to be sweet to him. Oh, wow. (laughs) And so I I was like, you know, yeah, when you acknowledge something for what it is, no matter how how weird it seems, that's actually the, pra- 
that's practicing what's pragmatic. So, you know, you yeah. may want to be what you think is nice because to you, that's the way you'd like to live your life. Some people actually don't, I'm, I'm using a dog as an example, but some people don't like being treated nice. That goes against everything we believe is logic, which is the thing that we use to tell ourselves what's pragmatic or not. But really what's pragmatic is just what will work. So people who don't like being treated nicely, if you treat them nicely, bad things happen. If you treat them the way they want to be treated, then all of a sudden things change, and they may totally lighten up in front of you and then be jerky yeah. to everybody else just by you going in <laughs> your head even. You know, hey there, yeah. cocksucker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God, I love it. It is weird. It's weird that what works may not be politically correct. It may not be good. It may not be right. It may not fit like all the standards and things that we have been taught is the way to be a good person or to have a good life or to create a successful life and to create a life that works. I mean, that, that's, I just love that about Gary. He's Gary Douglas. You know, he'll choose anything that works, no matter what it looks like or, or what people think about it. If he's willing to have that kind of ease in his life. Like, I mean, I love what you just said. Definitely the example of when somebody is an asshole and they know it and they like being that way, if you acknowledge it and treat them that way, it makes them happy. And they're like, hey, yep. this person gets me and they don't judge me. And they... <laughs> And they'll, like, go out of their way to take care of you or make things easy for you or or at least not mess with you. <laughs> you <know>? Yeah. <laughs> like, we all know yeah, this. I mean, amazing. we all have at least one, yeah, we all have at least one person in, in our history that, that we knew that was proud that they were, you know, the one that I can imagine that I can think of personally in my life is somebody who is proud and so happy to be a bitch. Yes. <laughs> yep. I mean, oh my gosh! Own, by her own declaration, this is not this is not me doing yeah. anything I did with the dog. This is actually somebody like talking about how proud she was that she was a bitch. So if you go, no, yeah. you're not. You're so sweet. Is that actually acknowledging her, validating her point of view about her, or is that telling her that she's wrong? Nobody yeah. wants to be told that they're wrong. So. Yeah, you know, this is one of the like crazy parts about this is you think that you're acknowledging them by telling them that there's something that they are something that you value. You may value kindness, but somebody who's basically like, I am such a bitch, does not want to be validated or acknowledged for something else. They want to be acknowledged <laughs> for what they've decided that they are, and that is actually the gift to them. If you try yeah. and tell them that there's something else because that's what you value, then you literally are devaluing what they value. Is that actually kind? When or to us, we're going, no, but I'm, <laughs> we're honoring, yes. But to us, we're going, oh, no, but I'm valuing them for what I value. Well, they don't care what you value. <laughs> what yeah, part of bitch do honestly? you not understand? Yeah. What part of she's a bitch do you not get? It's <laughs> <laughs> so funny. There's a, a woman I know who's totally proud of being a bitch, and she is hilarious. She did a, I think it was a Facebook post or something, and she was talking about, you know, the tough time she's been having and all these changes she just gone through, and, and she was having so much gratitude. 
like, oh, my God, I'm having so much gratitude for my life and the people in my life. And she ended it with, but don't worry, I'm still a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) So even though she was, like, oozing and goozing with gratitude for everyone and everything, she wanted to make sure we all still knew she's still a bitch. (laughs) This is hilarious. shows we've talked about trust honor gratitude and and the thing that we talk about trust and honor is that really honor them for who they are not honor them for who you think that they should be trust that they'll be who they are unless they choose to be something different um and really having gratitude for what they've already you know what they are and what they've already decided that they are and without them having to be anything different and when we do that with other people we end up with a kind of closeness that we actually can't get to any other way and all the other stuff that we yeah wait what (laughs) even with what even with bitches, <laughs> we can even be close even with them as close as they'll let us. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> um, because when we when we're that's actually practicing vulnerability, or that's actually practicing the elements of intimacy, um, vulnerability, yeah. gratitude, honor, trust, and what's the other allowance. one? Allowance. Allowance. <laughs> right. Allowance is the other piece of that. Um, and the allowance part is basically going, oh, they've decided they're a bitch. Cool. Yep. I don't Full need to, stop, you know, I don't need to change. <laughs> yeah. I don't need to change anything about that. That's valuable. No. That's valuable to this person. Okay. Got it. That's cool. What else? Yeah. Yep. Um, yep. <laughs> well, and it's like then you can just be pre- just being present with a person as they are is like is so different in this world. And that, and and it's so pragmatic. It's like it's so um, it opens up possibilities with a person that they don't get other places. And it's really it's weird and it's so magical. <laughs> you know, it's so magical what can occur with that kind of uh, allowance of yourself and another person. And it's like so many people think it has to be either or. You know, you can be an allowance of this person and be a doormat to them (laughs) or you can be an allowance of yourself and basically like giving, you know, flipping everyone else off. (laughs) There's actually a different way to be. (laughs) True true allowance uh, includes yourself and includes the other person as you are and as they are without any need to alter that, you know, no need or requirement to alter yourself, no need or requirement to alter the other person. And and just choose what works from there, you know. You know, does it work for you to be around this person who loves being a bitch? You know, maybe it does, maybe it doesn't. Maybe sometimes it does, maybe sometimes it doesn't. Uh, or does it work to, you know, just being in the question of what works here and including you and including them? It's a different world. I <laughs> it is now. a different world. You know, I, I keep having this moment pop in where there was um, a running magazine that I read at one point, and it was talking about people living in separate bedrooms. And I remember at, that, at the time being so shocked that people could call their relationship good if they were sleeping in separate bedrooms. Huh. Uh-huh. I, have since, I have since way altered my point of view about that entirely. <laughs> and um but it got me looking like when I first read it I went 
wow, how is that possible that that could be called a good relationship? Followed up by 30 seconds later going, this apparently works for them somehow. I'm trying to impose my idea of a good relationship on these people. That's weird, right? Like, so I did notice it fairly quickly, but I still didn't, I still didn't get it for a long time. But what I've since come to under, like really get is that when we actually create relationships from a place where we look at allowance for ourselves and allowance for another person, if you've ever slept in bed for prolonged periods with someone who snores loud enough to wake the neighbors up, is it actually pragmatic for you to be in the same bedroom with them for your body's sake? Maybe, maybe yeah. you don't have it. Maybe you're deaf. Maybe it doesn't actually bother you at all. <laughs> maybe you're a great partner for that person. <laughs> maybe on the other, maybe on the other hand, you two things. One, you actually get really hot when you're sleeping, and you don't like when people touch you when you're asleep. And your partner snores so loud that they literally wake the neighbors, um, or set the neighbor's car alarm off. You know, like that, that you that you have that going on. Like, what would happen if you go, oh, well, what would actually work for me? Well, would would having shag dates and, like, you know, snuggling up for 30 minutes together and, like, really, in, whatever, really enjoying one another's bodies after sex, would that actually be really fun? What would create the physical intimacy that I desire without torturing myself and my partner? And and that's where yeah. you actually begin to go, wow, we actually could create something that would really work for us, not just something that sounds right. And what yeah. sounds right is often doing the right thing and being upset about it, if you listen to any of your friends about their relationships. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, <laughs> so the right thing is, you know, I don't even like touching, I don't even like touching at night, but I make sure that I stay in the same bed. And I never get any sleep. Look, I look 10 years older after one year of marriage, you know. (laughs) Um, Or just go, you know, I don't need to tell anybody what we do at night. Like, I, you know, I sneak sneak back. I sneak out after he's gone to sleep, and I sneak back in before he wakes up in the morning. (laughs) Everything. Or... Yeah, yeah. Or you just both know that that's what works, and you have two bedrooms, and you just that's what works, and that's what you do. <laughs> like, oh my god! Yeah, and it's really you know choosing what's pragmatic. It if you could really allow it for yourself, it just it gets all the rules go out the window. There are no rules. Yeah, it's, it which doesn't I love mean that. anything about you anymore. I mean, I think that's the yes. thing is oh we've God. made so many things mean something about us. We can't sit yeah, in the same bedroom. Somehow yeah. means that we're bad people. I'm bad in relationship. Um, it means that our marriage is going to fail. It means that. It means that. It means that. And we've got a million meanings that our friends have even more. And and so. <laughs> Right. <laughs> when all of a sudden you just go, no, really, what would actually work here? All of a sudden, all those rules that everybody has and all the meanings behind them disappear. But one of the big things for me that we've talked about again on a bunch of other shows is just for me, just for fun, never tell anyone. No one needs to know what it is that you're doing or how it is that you're creating a life that actually works for you. 
unless it works for you to tell them, um, unless it creates what you want whenever you talk about it. But if, you know, there's some things that when you talk about them out loud, nobody understands them, and it doesn't actually help you create more. And so, you know, even just the willingness to create your life for you and not for anyone else can be a huge step for a lot of people. Yeah, and like that, those, I mean, you pointed out some super key things with that is like checking the rules. What if there is no, there are no rules? And what if it has no meaning? Like what if it doesn't mean anything about you? What if it doesn't mean anything about your relationship? What if it truly doesn't mean anything? And what if you have all choices available to you? So you truly, like, you really can have the full menu of any possibility and, and play with it and find what works. And last, you really don't have to tell anyone. <laughs> like, just for you, just for fun, never tell anyone. Um, a lot of times can give, you know, make it easier to choose a life that works for you. And uh, let's chat real quickly, you know, let's chat real quickly yeah. about the difference between I'd love to hear you talk about it. The difference between yeah. keeping a secret and just for me, just for fun. Yeah. So, so keeping a secret, the problem with that, I, I don't know if you've ever done this. I definitely have where I had a secret and it's like, as soon as you have a secret, everybody knows that you have a secret. Like what's, you're being weird. <laughs> like, what are you doing? What, what are you not saying? <laughs> like, you're not telling me something. <laughs> you know, you get all awkward. and You get all like, oh, God, I can't say this, but it's the only thing you can think about. <laughs> you know, it's, basically, it's like putting a neon sign over your head going, secret here, secret here, secret here, and everybody could read that neon sign. Right. So we've all had those moments. And then there's the other ones, you know, the deep, dark secrets that you you finally tell. And it means like you're intimate and close to somebody. Right. It's really letting somebody in because you're revealing all your secrets. Um, <laughs> what, like, what if um, that isn't like, is that, well, let me ask a question instead. Is that creating something that works for you? You know, to have secrets and to tell them or not tell them and then judge yourself for either telling them or not telling them <laughs> or to, like, go around and everybody can tell you have a secret and all they're going to do is <laughs> pester you until you spill the beans, you know? <laughs> and, you know, and all the things that I does, haven't like, had a secret in a really long time because the second I have a secret, I want to tell. Yeah, exactly. Well, and how much like is secrets that, like, don't exactly what happens. Yeah, yeah. Secrets People don't say, work oh, for no. me at all. It's like having a present <laughs> that I want to give somebody. You know, like if I have yeah. a present that's wrapped, I cannot wait for the person to unwrap it. Like literally, it doesn't matter that their birthday is two weeks away. I I either fight every day, fight myself every day to not give it to them. Or I give it to them and make them not open it until their birthday. Or I give it to them, tell them not to open it until their birthday, and then pester them until they open it anyway. Like, this is me yeah. with secrets and presents. Yeah. Well, I, I don't, don't like do either I well. <laughs> and I'd say probably, like, what, 95% of people, or you tell them a secret and you tell them don't tell, and literally oh, and the next they have to tell they go do is tell minutes. it. 
<laughs> right? But it just, just it doesn't really work. Close with, so that they can tell them not yes. to tell. Yes, right, exactly. <laughs> you know, and that, of course, proves what good friends you are, right? <laughs> so. Yes, exactly, because I would not tell the secret unless I really trusted you. It's like a, a proof yeah. of trust. Yeah, exactly. Do, so. do you guys notice that none of this is pragmatic? None of it. None of yes. this is practical <laughs> or pragmatic. Not a single bit of it. Right. On the so other the hand, there are things recently. Oh, yeah. So on the other hand, there are things recently that I've not revealed to everyone. But in part, yes. because I didn't make them important enough to reveal to everyone. It really yes. is just something that makes my life work better. Why would I, you know, like, do you tell everyone that you change the oil in your car? No, no, you don't. And that's how it is with things that are pragmatic. They're just things that make your life work better. So, you know, it's not something that actually requires any revealing to feel close to anyone or anything like that. It's just like, oh, no, we now sleep in, you know, for using the example of the sleeping in separate beds, you no longer, if you aren't using the rules anymore and actually aren't worried about that, then you don't have to go check with everyone to see if it's okay. You don't have to go, we're sleeping in separate beds now, is that okay? Um, you don't have to do that because you just go, is this working or is this not working for us? Which is part of why it doesn't require telling anyone anything because you're like, yeah, so we're trying out two separate bedrooms. Is it working for us? Is it not working? Right now it's working. And are we making yeah. it a rule? Maybe, maybe not. How about, you know, like we'll just see if it works. And so now all of a sudden it's sort of on par with changing the oil. Like you do it because it makes your car work better, not because it's, important or fancy to talk about or any of that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. And, and the interesting thing with just for me, just for fun, never tell anyone is you're not defending anything. You're not defending your choice and you're not defending against other people knowing and you're not defending against other people not knowing. You're just not right. saying anything. So it's a different that energy a and it drops. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a huge part, and it makes it so it draws no attention because you're not putting any attention on it. It's just it's something you chose, and, you know, it's like, okay, I wore jeans today, not a skirt. <laughs> it's almost like Yeah, and then it's no big deal. Went, oh, you wore jeans today. You're like, yeah, I did. Uh-huh. Oh, you're sleeping <laughs> yeah. in separate bedrooms now. I heard you were sleeping in a different bedroom than your husband. Oh, yeah, I am. Yeah. <laughs> no significance, no meaning, no charge. And then people mm-hmm. just go, huh. And they might ask yeah. how it's going, or they might just drop it because there's no energy on it. You're not trying to prove anything. You're not defending your choice. It's like, yep, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> it's really interesting, the difference in, in choosing that way and, and making your choices for what works for you, not because of anything, not because of proving or defending um, such a different energy to function from. So, yeah. I wonder. We are, we are uh, right. Yeah. yeah, we're right up yeah. on the 30 minute mark, apparently, um, which means that <laughs> it is the end of our allotted time to be with you guys. Uh, so, if there's ever anything that you would like to hear us talk about, if there's ever anything that you would like to talk 
with us about, or if you'd like ever like a session with either one of us, actually looking at what will work for you and what how it is that you'd like to create your life instead of following the rules of this reality and being miserable. Um, we're always available. <laughs> Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific, we're also available via Facebook on our individual pages and also at The Good Girl's Guide to Being Wrong. You can find our show page and sign up to follow the show so that you get reminded of episodes at www.thegoodgirlsguidetobeingwrong.com, which will take you to our Blog Talk Radio page. Yeah, so thank you, everyone, for joining us for another episode, and we'll look forward to playing with you next week. TGFM. (laughs) Thanks, everyone. Bye.